Hello, hello, and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil. I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you are here. This is the place where we talk all about yoga and mindfulness and self-care and health and wellness and all the things, all the practices so that we can up-level our health and be be ready to up-level the planet, really. The planet needs up-leveling and we need to be ready and so that we can experience just all the yum in life. So welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. So today, I had someone ask me a question, and I'm going to respond to this here. I thought that maybe other people would want to know this, especially if you're newer to yoga. So this podcast is all about how, here's some ideas on how to start a yoga practice at home. Because here's the thing. Going to yoga class is awesome. I remember when I first was introduced to yoga and I, oh my gosh, I could not wait to go to class. It was like a respite. It was, I went to a gentle yoga class. It was right after I had my third child. I think I was maybe eight weeks postpartum and I just needed a break. And so I went to this class, it was at Uh, community college and it was two hours long and then we would do some poses and then meditate and rest do a couple poses meditate and rest and most of it was done on the floor and it was perfect for me I'm pretty sure I fell asleep like a bunch of times just dozed off and I needed that I needed that for my nervous system I needed it for my body so Yes, I think that going to yoga class and practicing in front of a teacher so that they can see your alignment and they can see um, just how your body fits into poses and how the poses can fit into your body, because that's really important, so that you can also see a model, like see the alignment Many teachers will explain alignment a little bit more deeply when they're standing in front of students. They kind of address things that they see and they'll do so out loud for the benefit of the class. So it's really it's really cool and I think really important to start, if you can, taking a yoga class. In many yoga classes, they also go over things like beginning breath work, beginning meditation. And it's cool to be able to do those things because you can experience it firsthand. You know how it feels in your body. You become familiar with poses. So when the teacher says a pose out loud, the name of the pose, you know what it is and you can get right into it. So starting that way is super important in my opinion. It's not necessary. You can come in a different way, but I would start by, and I'm assuming you're doing this already, by going to yoga class. And right now, these days, yoga is in so many communities. It's just in places that you wouldn't believe that there was yoga here. And even if there's not a yoga studio, many times there are 
like community centers and I'm trying to think the other thing that's not a community center. There are like lifelong centers, libraries, things like that. Um, community ed is what I wanted to say. Community education centers. And a lot of times there are classes right in those places that you'd have to kind of maybe look at some of your local websites to see where these classes are taking place so that you can go and check them out. So that is really important. But what ends up happening is we start to practice just when we go to class, especially when we first start out. So if you go to class only once a week on Monday, it's hard for those benefits to keep going. It's hard for the embodiment of the practice to continue because it's only once a week. Or what happens if you skip a week? Maybe you get sick or something happens and you you can't make it to class that week. So the next step would be to not just go to class, but then start a home practice. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today because we want to keep the goodness going. So here are some basic steps. I've got four basic steps that I think could start you on your way. So the first thing is first go to class (laughs) and go to class as often as you can because again you want to be able to practice in the presence of a teacher, especially if they have to make any corrections, give you variations, or even more importantly, modifications so that you can feel what that's like in your body. So that's the first thing. The second thing is decide you're going to do this at home. And along with that, you may want to invest in a few pieces of equipment. Just a few. Number one, you want a good mat. So if you're using studio mats, go get your own. They're widely available. You can find them in grocery stores. You can find them online. They're they're widely available and pretty cheap now these days. You might decide that you might want some yoga blocks. And if you're going to yoga class, chances are you've used them before. So you'll be familiar with what to do with them and when you need them. Further down the line, you might want to get a yoga strap or a belt. Um, But that's further down. You can always use like a regular belt or the belt from your, if you have a a bathrobe, you can use that belt. That works as well. So get a couple things, get a couple pieces of equipment. Next, set up a time that's going to be your yoga time and decide like, okay, I'm going to practice every single day for X amount of time. Set up a time, kind of like when you get up in the morning We have our routines, right? We do our thing in the morning. We brush our teeth probably around the same time every day. We grab coffee or tea probably around the same time every day. You want to schedule in your yoga time. And that's going to be dependent on your schedule, what works for you, what your family life and home life is like. But pick that time so that when you come back to your mat every day or whatever how many days you're picking and I like to do it every day 
even if it's just for a few minutes, so that your body starts to crave it. So when you miss it, you're like, man, what's missing? Oh my gosh, I didn't, you know, I didn't do my my practice today. So pick a time that works for you and pick a length of time that works for you. So next comes the tricky part, and that is, well, what the heck do I do once I roll out my mat, I have my props, now what? So here are some things that I like to suggest. Start, if you don't kind of have your own personal flow, or maybe you haven't been going to class a lot, so you're not really sure how to spin some of these or blend some of these poses together in ways that feel good for you. Maybe you need some encouragement. Maybe you need some variation. I really do recommend checking out YouTube. And there's so much yoga on YouTube, and so much of it is really, really good. What I would do is in the search bar is search out the style of yoga that your teacher teaches, because that's going to be the most familiar. So if you're going to a vinyasa class, go ahead and put in vinyasa in the search bar. And they're going to give you all these different teachers. Some of my favorite teachers are Yoga with Cassandra. She's really good. Fight Master Yoga is really good. There's a lot of really good ones out there. So, but try a couple and see. And what's really cool about YouTube too is that they'll tell you how long the class is. So if you only have 20 minutes, it'll say, hey, this is a 15-minute class. This is a 20-minute class. Perfect. So type in that search bar and check out some of those teachers and just try the class and see what happens. And over time, when you do this, when you're using them as a guide, you'll find that as you go on with your own practice, that you may feel like you need them less and less. That maybe they're coming, they're going through a sequence and you start to feel in your own body that you need something else. And you'll start to feel more confident like, well, instead of doing triangle pose, man, I really need a down dog here. And you can completely ignore the teacher on the screen and do your thing. Sometimes it's just nice to have them in the background. Eventually, and it might happen over time, it may happen six months, 12 months, 24 months, 18 months later, you, you might find with going to your class, doing things on your mat, checking out the YouTube videos or the YouTube teachers, um, you'll start to feel like I can put my own thing together. And then the practice really becomes yours because you start to respond to what your body needs. And it, it's like this beautiful organic growth over time. And it's, it's lovely. And those are the things that I would do if I was just starting out building a home practice. Number one, I would keep going to class. Number two, I would get a few items like yoga blocks, uh, maybe a strap, definitely a mat. I would set up a time that this is my yoga time. And I would start practicing every day, but you can choose the days that work for you. And then if I needed assistance, I would check out YouTube. And in fact, I have a YouTube channel. There's not a whole lot of classes on there, but it is called As You Are Yoga and Yum. So check those out. My practices are more gentle. 
But if you needed something a little bit more energizing or more physical, there are tons of options. So go and check those out. And then lastly, I want to offer you or let you know about a class package that I have. It is a video class package. It is called Gentle Yoga Flow. I believe it's a series of 11 classes that are really perfect for beginners or anyone that likes the gentler approach. We do things standing. We do things lying down and seated in all different types of positions. And I want to say it's a gentle approach. Some of the poses may not feel like it's gentle in your body because I'd be asking you to engage muscles and use breath and really feel where your bones are and feel what your muscles are doing. So it may not feel like, oh, this is gentle and flowy all the time. It might feel like you're doing a little bit of work, but it is a gentle approach to those classes. So if you're interested that if you're interested in that, please check out the link in the show notes and yeah, check that out if that's at all, if it sounds at all interesting to you. But if not, you can check out my YouTube channel and just check out, if it's not me, check out the other teachers out there in the YouTube world, how they recommend it. I hope these suggestions help on how to start practicing at home so that you can really get the greatest benefit from your asana and pranayama and meditation practices. I hope this helps. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving me a star rating, maybe writing a review that really helps out the show and even better, please share this with someone who may find these suggestions helpful. And as always, here is wishing you all the yum in life. Peace.